You better ask my mama how to make a monster. I'm the creature from a mother black, never look at who. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Great Beyond Smash. I'm British Dan O'Dwyer, please. I'm uh, American Elisa O'Dwyer, and uh, we have a special guest who I'm going to have introduce himself. Uh, Josh Burling, not British. Not British. No, I'm not either. British either, guys. Just a little, <laughs> little podcast humor You don't want to keep guys. that up for the whole episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do not. So, uh, we're... Uh, uh, doing the creature for the Black Lagoon. So, uh, standard disclaimer uh, for cat normal listeners of our show: uh, we will be giving away the end of this movie. So, if you've not seen it, <laughs> you should probably get out of that. This movie's great too, so definitely watch it. So, uh, it's I creature will from the say Black that Lagoon. If, uh, yes, hearing the synopsis of the plot won't really ruin your experience with the movie necessarily. No, no, but no. it's a dope ass. Yeah, movie. but you know, we'll go. You're low with fifty-fours. Right? Yes. Yeah. So you can kind of make some guesses about what's going on. Lots of talk about science. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a monster. The uh, monster wants a girl. Yes. You know. Movie you know. begins. A standard universal yeah. monster right. movie. Well, the movie begins with the classic universal logo. Very mm-hmm. of the times. And then it goes right into the Big Bang. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Which I forgot about until I rewatched it that it starts... The beginning of billion years ago. <laughs> well, that's what I thought to myself. I'm like, wow, for an 80 minute film, they're really starting at the beginning here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does flash forward a bit right after the big bang. Yeah. Sure, but they have to set up all the science, right? right. Well, what I think is interesting too. We'll get, get into it more a little bit uh, later on too. With like talking about like the era, but like it's kind of interesting too that it's like evolution. Like it's like mm-hmm. oh, this this monster evolved this way, not an atom bomb because it was like very much. Most like monster movies, creature features at the time were about like nuclear tests and stuff, and and they don't even talk about nuclear tests. It no, doesn't get no. mentioned at all. They mention aliens, right? They but- mention <laughs> radiocarbon dating, right? But they do not mention uh, which yeah. for 1954 was actually pretty surprising. Uh huh. Yeah. Definitely. I was just disappointed that they. Uh, perpetuated the myth of evolution in this movie <laughs> right off the bat. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Uh, everyone who listens to the show knows we're hardcore uh, conservatives. <laughs> we need to make America great again. I'm here to challenge you to a match in WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, evolution's a lie. Yeah. And if you're pro choice, you can turn this podcast the fuck off. Right. Right now. Absolutely. The fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I was. Uh, Wondering to myself, will this film be racist? <laughs> Off the bat. I, I like that around this time, it's like, uh, we need natives. Uh, we'll get some Italian guys. Like ethnically indigenous people, like they're ambiguous. And you give know. them like super bad haircuts. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, we'll get like Mo Howard haircuts. What's the idea of spoiling the game? Mm-hmm. On Italian guys, they'll pass for whatever race we yeah. kind of need. We'll you just know? speak broken English, yeah. yeah. It's important. You be gone long. Yeah, so we were introduced to some, I guess, local Amazonians or... Yeah, they're, they're, they're Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, 
Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they play at the camera. They um, also you. Uh, we quickly are introduced to the theme of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh God. Ba, ba, ba! And I watched some of the uh, special features on this, and it was like, they're like, they actually had a lot of different composers work on this, but they're like, all of you have to use this theme. Really? Yeah, this three note thing. It's jarring. Oh, it's very jarring. It's awesome. I and they love play it, it like it's 80 every times. single time you see the creature. And, and sometimes it's doing such innocuous stuff, yeah. like it's walking along <laughs> yeah. the deck of the boat. Right. And this, this, Creatures this. like ironing a shirt. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like right here, we, they find a hand, like a, a fossilized hand, and then it's like you see the creature's hand like in the water, and it's like dun dun dun. <laughs> Although the thing that I loved about the creature hand part is. And I'd I'd be surprised if there were too many other instances of this. It was a really good instance of an an obscured monster scratching its claws and leaving a mark on the ground. Now, granted, it's wet sand. Right. So really anyone could have left a mark there. But for a monster movie, horror movie sort of perspective, that seems like a pretty early reference to that sort of scratch. I was thinking that, too. I feel like that's kind of a trope now. But, yeah, I I wonder how much you would have seen that before. Because it suggests a violence that I don't think movies in the 50s were comfortable with. Yeah, and, like, actually, now that you mention it, I know that part of why uh, Wes Craven, when he was, like, researching, like, trying to figure out, you know, when he was writing, like, Freddy Krueger, what kind of um, weapon he should use, uh, a really universal fear in people, and a high one is being clawed. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Like, that's something that was, like, showing up then, too. And I, yeah, I think that it's one of those moments that almost feels, like, kind of tired now, but it's like, oh, that might have been a new thing then, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, we go back to America. We're introduced to David. He's, like, the sexy scientist. They make a point of, like, mentioning it. It's like, oh, yeah, your hot boyfriend. He's, like, 45. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's in a ton of movies, too. I was looking him up on IMDb. He's, like, 107 film credits. I remember seeing about Mystery Science Theater before. Some other Mm. movie as well. And, uh... They have a lot of talk about science around this point. Yeah. There's and, and the thing is, this movie tries so hard to talk about science. Definitely. And it does such a bad job about talking <laughs> about actual science. Like all They're not the, very specific. They're very hand-wavy <laughs> yeah. about their science. You know, like, the, the female lead is a scientist, but we don't really know what she does exactly. I feel like if you're a female scientist, first of all, you probably don't look like her or dress like her, but... You also are going to be Whoa, pretty... Whoa, that's a little, uh, you know, come on, check your privilege or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, okay, uh, scientists can come in all shapes and sizes. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why. You. But, like, I feel like she would, like, have a title and a, an expertise and things, like, she would right away tell you, like, what her field was. Right, well, it's also kind of, like, pre the trope of... Because what a movie would do, like, say, because this is 1954, say 30 years later is... She would have glasses on and her hair would be up. And then mm. when she gets to the lagoon and she, like, you know, wears her bikini, then you'd see her be sexy. Right. Right. right, right. But, like, I guess this is pre that trope yeah. in films, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and she's still, 
She's a scientist, but she's still a woman. Right. She's still a second-class citizen <laughs> in this in this conversation where it's like, when are you guys going to get married? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. While we work on the science stuff, why don't you go pick out floral <laughs> arrangements? Well, that's Pop what I mean. Babies so, yeah, it was the scientist who found the hand with the... He was with the natives. He was part of an expedition. Then he comes back and he's like, hey, let's get your hot boyfriend. He's like, did he? He, he didn't call him. His he, he, didn't, he was call like, he's like, boy. oh, he's like a handsome young man or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, euphemism. Yeah. Although there is in this entire movie, there is a lot of sexy fifties era male leg. Yeah. Being yeah. Shown oh, in this yes, movie. there is. Lots yeah. of short shorts on these. Yeah, guys. I definitely wrote that down too. <laughs> we'll talk about fashion later. It's definitely, but it's like, but what's really crazy about that is it's like. It like, seems so weird in a movie now, but, like, my dad wore shorts, you know, that were mm-hmm. about that short, like, yeah. when I was a kid, and then now it's, like, out of, it's, like, uh, it's, like, fucking foreign. It's, like, mm-hmm. cannot believe people wore shorts like that. Yeah. yeah, where did the evolution of the bathing suit for yeah. the male well, bathing weird suit is, so take place? It starts off where guys are wearing a full-leg, you know, red and white wool suit <laughs> when they go swimming. <laughs> I want to bring that back. I want to see that on, like, our beaches again. <laughs> and then they're wearing, like, tiny, tiny shorts, and now they were, like, you know, basketball shorts. Like, yeah. knee-length. Mm-hmm. 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 It's all cyclical. It'll come back. <laughs> it'll, come back. <laughs> no, it'll come back. So the scientist who found the hand, he engages some other scientists in a science talk. There's a <laughs> With a fish tank. And... Yeah, there's a fish tank like, in the Like background. you see in a lab, yeah. And we're introduced to Mark, who is very much like the kind of dude in the 80s movie who wants to close the rec center. Uh, He's he's the best. He's so, he's so slimy, but a scientist at the same time. Like, how did they make that mesh? Well, like, they they talk about it more, like, he's like, I'm a scientist. He he keeps being like, let's shoot this thing. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Dude, he was that's like later. We don't want to talk maybe, about that. That's he was later. like a wild game hunter at one time or something. Right. Yeah, he's like this like ruthless capitalist scientist. Although although they do give the hint to that when the initial scientist talks to the hot scientist and he's like, "Do you think Mark will be interested?" And the hot scientist is like. Well, if there's any publicity involved, oh, I'm yeah. sure he'll be into it. And that's our first inkling. Yeah. Of, this guy's a scumbag. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, these are my favorite bad guys in horror movies are the ones who are, like, in it for the money. Because, like, guarantee they're yeah, going they're to like die. Yeah, they're like the bad snorb chasers yeah. in uh, Twister. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the slick ones. Yeah, he's the slick. Um... Yeah, riding in a black SUV. <laughs> <laughs> but but even, and I mean, we talk about it, I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. it later, but he's still, like kind of three-dimensional like he's not just a one-dimensional right i'm a bad guy and i'm always going to be a bad guy right later on when they talk about how they want to move forward you know he concedes to the group right he he budges right he budges and and, you know he agrees yeah okay we'll go this direction for a while yeah we're also there's a guy who's uh in the movie a lot who's mostly just in the background smoking a pipe. Oh, whip bissell man (laughs) whip bissell is the best I can't wait until we talk later about how he gets his face ripped off. But <laughs> Bissell is just, uh, he's got the best name in, in show business history. Uh, yeah, you see uh, back at the Amazon, the creature kills the natives. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're, yeah. Um... It, it, he, the natives must have really bad aim. 
Because there's a point where the native takes like a lantern. That's right. And throws it at the creature who can't be more than like three feet away from him. And we found later that like fire will take him out. Right. Too. But so. he must have not only missed him, but thrown it directly into the lagoon because yeah. there's no fire anywhere. Yeah. You know, not at all. So it's just he a was terrible, terrible yeah. job by the natives protecting themselves in the camp. Oh, uh, yeah. Italian guys with mo haircuts. Right. They, just don't, they don't play baseball for a reason. <laughs> Can't wrote, rely them for anything. I wrote down that their primitive gods couldn't save them. <laughs> Oh. Wow. So, then, then, uh, <laughs> another racist comment by yeah, yeah, the <laughs> The movie is racist. Come on, against monsters? Come on. Yeah. yeah. So they start heading down the re- the uh, river. The Mark now has a dope ass pith helmet on. Yes, he does. Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's wait. Are we? Have we gotten to the camp yet? No, no, no. no, no. They're going to the camp. Yeah, right. to yeah, the yeah, camp. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're in the boat, the Rita. Uh, the Rita. It's a steamship, which I thought, you know. Yeah. Also, like, at the time, not that weird. Now, really fucking old. Like, <laughs> right. Um, and we get introduced to one of my favorite characters in the movie, the captain of the Oh, Rita. yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy is like every trope. He's the shit. He, he is he just. Is, like, he is super swarthy. Yeah, like Swarthy is definitely the adjective that comes to mind, but he's wearing like a like a satin shirt, <laughs> but he's like sixty five and kind of frumpy. Yeah, oh yeah, but he's got he's got a beard. He's got kind of got grease he, on like, him. Like if you guys haven't seen the movie, he looks essentially homeless, except that he's wearing a really fancy shirt. <laughs> Like it's, it's like it's like if a Wario didn't shave for a couple of days and then was the captain of a ship. <laughs> what no. ethnic makeup do you feel he was? Well, he's supposed to be some sort of Spaniard. Like, okay, that that makes sense. That that's makes the sense. Best way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's and perfect. all the connotations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not. He, he doesn't have a mo haircut. Right. Um, he mm-hmm. may or may not be Italian. I didn't look him up on internet movie database yeah. for sure. So they they get to the camp and they uh, they blame they're like oh the the, the natives are dead oh it's probably a jaguar <laughs> right <laughs> all right yeah a number of different like jungle animals Although, are blamed yeah one one of the first instances too of them doing the my my favorite one of my favorite tropes in horror movies of you stay here we're gonna right. go where it's dangerous yeah. but you stay here right. because. We know there's some sort of wild creature that killed a bunch of people. So let's leave you completely so unattended. Leave you yeah, completely <laughs> unattended. Because God know. forbid the woman see the dead bodies. <laughs> right. Too. They and, couldn't let her near that. Yeah. And then she comes this close, this close to being grabbed. All right, everyone. Full disclosure: we just ate a bunch of pizza. Had <laughs> to pause the recording. <laughs> Uh, so if we seem a little out of sorts, that's definitely why. Um, I know you guys are like, oh, you're such a good editor. I couldn't tell, but like, yeah, we, we just ate a bunch of pizza. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, they leave um, uh, what's her face at the camp, and uh, <laughs> for some you get reason, that that the other classic hand coming out of the. You know, the distance trope of I'm reaching for you. Oh, you moved yeah, away! Oh, just in the nick of time. Stepped just away. Just in the nick of time. Yeah. There's a more famous scene and stuff, but like, the movie is like very sexual for oh, a yeah. film. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the creature, he's got the hats. Oh, yeah. For Kate. 
They don't ever no, explain it. It's actually it. Kay. It, oh, her name is Kay? I heard yeah. it was Kate. I did too because the very no one's... 1950s. Right. Kay is an old... I think of that. You, you had a my, great aunt named Kay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and people don't... Yeah, because I actually... Yeah, I spots where I wrote Kate down, I crossed off and wrote Kay, so I remembered mm-hmm. yeah. to you know, say the proper Good name. Good work, Dan. Thank you. Did a little detective work. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sherlock Dan. Yeah. <laughs> So they uh, they're looking around for more of this, uh, you know, because they found the fossilized hats. Like, we, well, there's, well, there's smoke, there's fire, sure, there's creature from the Black Lagoon fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah, picking yeah, sure. up what I'm putting what down. What do you think sure. the fossilized hand was? That like a creature that had died recently? No, dude, it was was fossilized. It was fossilized. It was fossilized. It's okay. like that's, they they mentioned it. Make uh, it's like this creature has unchanged from the Devonian age. You know, yeah. although, although it's clear none of them have ever seen a fossil before. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like it's that's like a muffin arm. Yeah, it's like just poking it out of the mountain. It wasn't like embedded in a stone or something. And, like, and they're not like a but it, tough I mean, storm would have destroyed that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also like it's not like you know. I mean, it is the fifties, but they're not like they're being pretty cavalier with this like fossilized head. They're like, yeah, eh, just you know, carry it around, <laughs> no gloves or anything. And then when they're trying to find the rest of the fossils, they're hitting the wall with just pickaxes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like there's gotta be more Willy fossils nilly. in here. Let's take this giant pickaxe and hit this wall for eight days. Yeah. <laughs> they said they're working on the wall for eight days and they found nothing. They're all wearing the same clothes. Some <laughs> PA came up and put some smudges on their face. All right, you've been working for eight days. So, yeah, well, I mean, about ten years before this movie came out, uh, when they made the first atomic pile, they were like, okay. They had some, like, Irish guys that are like, if it starts to, like, look messed up, go in there with shovels and break it up, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't want anything bad to happen, so you go, you're going to run in there with shovels. And just hit it. Just the atomic pile, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Safety era. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no OSHA regulations at the time. No. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're like, well, there's nothing here. And then uh, the hot scientist... David is like, well, maybe. <laughs> he's so Please sexy. Please keep describing him that way. <laughs> that chest hair. He's got like yeah. perfectly hey. framed chest hair right there. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's in good shape. I mean, he clearly works mm-hmm. out. Like, mm-hmm. are we disputing this fact? No, no, yeah, no. no. He's a good You're absolutely yeah, right. athletic theologist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he's like, well, maybe some of this, you know, Broke, rock broke off here, floated down the river. Yep. Mm. So they're like, let's go to the Black Lagoon, which um. uh, people who've read the title of this movie might know that there's a creature there, and you'd be right. <laughs> the captain has a great out. line in here, too. He's like, oh, the Black Lagoon is a paradise, but no one's ever come back to prove it. It's like... <laughs> How do you just, know it's a paradise, yeah, dude? <laughs> yeah, you're just fucking, fucking with us. I love that guy, too, because he's such a dick. Because they'll say stuff like, and be like, eh, gringos. Eh, eh, we might die. Eh. <laughs> His lips are moving in sync. He kind of reminds me of the uh, the guy who's running the uh, prisoner camp in uh, Good, the Bad, the Ugly. <laughs> just a very similar, like, just big, fat dude. Hasn't shaved. But that guy wasn't wearing a silk shirt or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, not a fancy. It was a civil war. They also established this point that, that uh, 
that uh, Mark has a spear gun. He's like, hey, check out the spear gun. Yes. And it's That's like, where we're introduced to the spear yes. gun. You, you know, you see a gun you in see, Act 1. I was going to make yeah. that joke. It's going <laughs> to go off by You see a spear gun three. in Act 1. Yeah. I don't think they even waited to Act 3. They yeah. were like, into <laughs> Act 1. They're like, fire in this and monsters. Well, I thought that was like such a dick move. He was like, check out my spear gun. And he... Shot it at a post on the boat. Yeah, it's not his boat. Yeah, he's, what are you doing? He's renting it. He's he's paying for passage, but yeah. it's not his boat. Yeah, but that boat was a piece of shit. Like you <laughs> that hit that boat true. with a spear somewhere. Yeah, but it's like a bow those, bow might break those, off. Yeah, those poles serve a purpose. <laughs> you don't want to be shooting them up with holes and shit. Yeah, I guess. Just seemed rude to me. Dan's just always back in the white man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that is what it yeah. is. <laughs> Absolutely right. You're Whatever right. the white man says is law. <laughs> it's our burden. <laughs> so, so it, this is also the uh, the first um, time they go underwater. They go looking for rocks, and it it's looks a great long scuba diving because scene. Most movies, like at the end of Thunderball and stuff, when you go underwater, it, it's like it's everyone's kind of moving slowly, and so it looks like shit, or it's mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. This movie looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and the the weird thing. Is that there's a separate director who right. directs the underwater yeah. sequences? It's all the stuff that was shot underwater was shot in Florida, and everything else was shot, I think, LA. Mm-hmm. And so, two completely different directors, different cast. That's why they, they've got the masks on. It's a body double for the uh, yeah. the chick when she's swimming. Two different monsters too. Mm-hmm. It, actually, the guy who played the monster in the underwater sequences went on to create the show Flipper. I say. <laughs> Oh, wow! That's a little fun fact. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a nice jump scare where we're introduced to like because up until this point we've only seen the monster's hand. Mm-hmm. So now we see the creature and the reeds, like or I guess the seaweed. Yeah. Well, they do a lot of good, like really forward thinking. The monster is. Like almost in the foreground, we see them in the background. Yeah. That kind of thing of like in a modern movie, I think the equivalent is someone's walking around in their house, and you see someone walk in the background mm-hmm. from like one room to another, but the main character doesn't see it. Like it felt like they did right. that yeah. more than once. Where it's, yeah, nice dramatic. Irony, yeah, the yeah. monster is here, but they don't mm. see the monster. Well, and <clears throat> I know you know I really appreciated also how interactive the monster was with its environment. Mm-hmm. Like he's like really in. You know, he's deep in the water. He's, like, in the vegetation. Yeah, he's, like, you know, he swam in a different way than people, like... Right, like the upside-down swimming. Yeah. Like tons of that upside-down swimming he, where it just looks unnatural. The creature yeah. moves very... But he moves... Yeah, he, it's unnatural, but it's, like... He moves, like, naturally like a creature would. Or, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not human. Right, yeah. definitely. It doesn't feel human, yeah. yeah. And it, and it, it is impressive, because you, you've well, got a guy in a suit. Well, and they made a specific point in this movie, unlike the sequels, where it's a... The guy is holding his breath. There's no oxygen tank. Mm-hmm. Well, he could hold his breath for, like... He would hold his breath for, like, minutes five, or four or something. Five minutes, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's pretty a specific crazy. choice. Because like, it would be, cause it'd be a lot easier to have an oxygen tank. But they're mm-hmm. like, no, you just hold your breath. Because if you were... You know, fish don't have oxygen bubbles coming out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So they're like, yeah, it, so it makes sense. But, like, he would just hold his breath, so it looks really good. I just wonder if it was, like, really worth all the brain damage. <laughs> the <laughs> the dude made Flipper. <laughs> the dude made Flipper. He's fine. He's fine. 
And as far as the documentary on the DVD from 2000, <laughs> uh, he seemed to be doing well then. Okay. So, there you go. All yeah. right. Good to, good to know. Good yeah. to know. Holding your breath, good dramatic choice. Yeah. Yeah. Also, kind of the golden age of, like, extras on DVDs and stuff. Now everyone just streams shit. So a lot of times, even if you buy the physical I media, know. it's like, there's, there, there's something out there, but it's not great. But yeah. It's like... Oh, we're gonna go. You need out. to go spend extra money on a collector's edition, right? We're gonna spend features. a few thousand dollars to reunite the cast and interview everyone. It was like nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the real golden age is kind of more like a few years later before it's st- like when DVDs are becoming a selfie medium at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's also I, I was also noticing too, like the um, it's creepy. Like it doesn't look like they're shooting it in like a tank. Like it mm-hmm. looks like they're shooting it at a lake. Maybe I'm, maybe they didn't. And they just have good set dressing, but it's like. The seaweed, the rocks, the fish. But the the part where, when the the monster is running away, with the, I think it's the first time they shoot him, and he goes down into that like, yeah. valley or gulch or yeah, whatever it's thing, called. Yeah. Like that's way too deep for it to be something that's not natural. Like, yeah, that's I think there's a very too. natural yeah. Yeah. sort of. And space. it's also, and I wrote about that too, like. Um, it's also really cool, like, when the creature hides from them, it, like, goes down into the darkness. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's like most movies, or even, I think, modern movies, it'd be like, he's hiding behind a rock, or he's hiding in the weeds. Mm-hmm. It's like, he just goes down into the blackness. It's like, come get me, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> yeah, so then, um... So they get back, and they're like, let's test these rocks. <laughs> let's test these rocks. And uh, Kay goes for a swim <laughs> yes. at that point, right? Make, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, my wife made a note of it. I made a note of it as well. How good does her hair look I in the Amazon? Yes. Like, they're talking about how hot it is. And, oh, it's so hot. And then she, her hair, hair just looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm going to jump, jump in the water. I'm like, don't jump in the water. <laughs> Your hair looks incredible. Yeah. The, the DVD was also, like, they're like, it's a French cut bathing suit. Like... Because that was like a thing tray, like... Tray. Yeah, in like the 80s and 90s and like hack sitcoms. <laughs> or like shitty like Animal House or Buffalo movies. It was like, ooh, French cut underwear and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> but then she does the... Jumps in the water and does this Esther Williams shit. Like, yeah, she's in the like, water. She's doing like a backstroke. And yeah. Well, and then she goes underwater. She's flipping she around. Like, yeah. Circles. Like, like somersaults. Yeah. What, what scientist is doing she, underwater I acrobatics? I think that maybe, maybe she, she, she uh, suspected there was a creature watching her. Because it mm. definitely had that feel. Like she, she was trying to entice him. She's got like a fetish. She's yeah. got a creature fetish. I think so. Yeah. Interestingly, too, um, she was known before this... Like, because this is back in the studio system. Mm-hmm. So, um, for view, r- listeners, um, people, you, you get hired, you get assigned a contract, like Universal in this case, and you just get assigned to movies. And, yeah. And, like, she was in Westerns before this, and it, she was kind of upset about that because she was known as having some of the best legs in Hollywood, and she was just in movies where she's wearing a full length skirt. So, this one, she really gets to show. She wears off. some. Well, we'll get in the wardrobe, but yeah. yeah. She does have great legs. <laughs> she's got good yeah. legs. Yeah. yeah. She's There's a no very doubt about attractive that. attractive woman. Yeah. It looks like she's a beautiful. combination of Laura Flynn Boyle and Jennifer Conley. Yes. Schwing. Yes. I think that's a perfect description of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, while she's putting on this little, like, water dance, like a little synchronized swimming routine <laughs> by herself, like, the, the creature, like, notices, and he's, like, very... He's swimming underneath her, and he's just, like, 
jerking it. <laughs> <laughs> they show him jerking it, too. Yeah, it's it's weird. like the 50s. For the 50s, what? exactly. Yeah. It's like wow. shocking. Well, you can show an animal jerking it. You just can't show a person <laughs> jacking off, you know. There's a loophole. Crank. You put a guy right, in a yeah. suit. Yeah, and you then... put a guy in a fish suit. Yeah. You can crank his fat hog right out <laughs> I read that Guillermo del Toro, this is like his favorite. <laughs> this is his favorite guy in a suit, in a movie. You know, and well, he said this in like uh, the Xenomorph for the two like perfect yeah, representations. So that and like um, the Xenomorph and the Tarman from Return of the Living Dead. All three like guys like in a suit where it's like. Part, makeup is so good and the acting is yes. so good that it's like it's got, it, it's yeah it's the it's it's the marriage of the yeah the design and the and the acting yeah well and but, later on when they are more open to showing the creature's eyes and yeah. showing him walking around and breathing, breathing. it it really feels more than any of the other universal monsters i think it really feels like something that is very inhuman. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Yeah. I just remember he also said at this part where he's swimming underneath her. He was like, I was a little kid when I saw that and I didn't understand sex, but I found it to be very sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm is. sure a lot of people did, yeah. yeah. A lot of young boys felt a lot of confused feelings about fishmen and women in bathing suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so imagine there's a lot of guys who are like, yeah, a certain age where it's like, Oh, hold on. I gotta put on this rubber fish suit. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's not like you had a lot of, like, sex ed and stuff in those days. Right. So, well, yeah. and this isn't like... You might have... I mean, you could show this movie on... Fit under on, a certain impression, yeah, as a You could show this movie on Cut on TV now, and they did it at the time even, but there was, like... There's no rated R movies to go see. I mean, you could go see, like, movies that are not well, part of the code or movies that are, like, in some porno theater. Right. But, like... Well, that's what's interesting about it, too, is, like, you can't have, like, man and wife in a sitcom sleeping in the same bed on television at this Right. Time. This movie's very mm. sexual, though. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's that interesting thing that happens with, like, sci-fi and horror, you know, and, like, right. the way um, those breakthroughs are made. Not, I mean, it's a fish man, but it's, like... <laughs> Like it's the, a sexy fish man. It's a man. sexy fish man, yeah. He's a good swimmer. He can hold his breath. <laughs> Who knows what else he can do? He's very fit. He's, He's very, very fit, fit yeah. no doubt. Um, so they catch the creature in a net, and he claws his way out. Yes. And that's when you first see Mark being like a total dick. He's just yeah. like, Ugh. we gotta kill it! Urgh. Yeah, he has, like, <laughs> he has a real 50s attitude about killing the creature. Like, right. let's and study David, it that uh, way. Sexy scientist is like, yeah. dude, you're a scientist. Like, wouldn't it be better to like catch him and like bring it back and we could study him? Yeah. And it like, makes more sense. He's like, no, no, let's just shoot it. Like, <laughs> right. We don't have time. <laughs> so yeah, they go looking for it and yeah, Mark uh, shoots it with the spear gun while it's escaping. While it's escaping, it's running away. <laughs> it's just trying. Like it's yeah. Like it's, it's like, like why are you in my habitat? Like it's like fleeing. It's also what's cool about this movie is like um, with the exception of killing those two natives for kind of no reason earlier. They um, the creature is pretty. I mean, and even they you can kind of justify like it's not an evil thing. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a creature. That's the only mm-hmm. questionable part for me. But yeah, all like I'm like well. I don't think he's used to people in his space. Right. You know? He's like in the he's Black Lagoon. No one's ever come back you know? from yeah. there. Like, right. You know, so it, he's, he's at the top of the food chain. Kind of yes. like um, like King Kong or some other movies. It's like, it's kind of, 
it's not bad or anything. Like it's it's like you know. Yeah. Sort of more morally complex than a lot of movies from this era. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, oh, he's sympathetic. Yeah, and that's what I wrote too. That's when uh, the creature goes down into the blackness and disappears. That's right, good. right. Yeah. Yeah, and so then they're talking. Uh, I wrote pipe guy, what the fuck? Because he's just there, like, smoking a pipe. I'm like, what is this guy's purpose? <laughs> it's just part of the science team. Yeah. Rick Bissell, scientist. You <laughs> um, know? And then the, the the captain's like, hey, let's dump poison in the water. And even David, who's the like most like... chemical that'll paralyze the fish. Which is weird because I can't remember what it's called because all I could think is whenever they said it, I thought they were saying rocopnol. It sounded like that. Yeah, it began right. with an like, R, are yeah. Are they going to fuck this thing? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put some rocopnol in the water. That was the plan. And then when <laughs> it shows up and it's a little dazed, yeah. we're going to fuck the shit out of it. We're going to date rape even, this fish Even man. David is like, let's not shoot him. Let's say, oh yeah, we'll dump poison in the water. Yeah, like, sure, immediately right. is like... <laughs> right. You have to... Like, yeah, so they go ahead. They're like, yeah, we do it all the time. They pour this chemical in the water to like... It's for catching fish more easily because the fish become paralyzed and yeah. tired. And I'm like, well, this is why that generation all has cancer now. <laughs> These people that do shit like that. Just poison the yeah. fishes and, and then, then we'll we, eat then them. we can eat them. No problem. Hey. With the poison. Like, um, <laughs> uh, like one of the older pipe fitters I work with, he's saying like, yeah, well, we used to just walk in and be asbestos on the pipe. We just knock it off. Yeah. There'd be a big cloud in the room. He's like, yeah, it's pipes covered in asbestos. You just start hitting it with a hammer. It just falls down. And yeah, you go to work on the pipes. It's like, yeah, that's... We don't do that anymore. He's like, no, I know. Right? <laughs> I totally give you cancer. Yeah, you're kind of like wondering when that's going to catch up to me. Like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. That'll be a fun surprise. It's, it, it was, it's like the entire generation is just driven by their id. Yeah. And it's like, what should we do? Shoot it. Let's go! <laughs> uh, shooting didn't work. Let's poison it. Okay! It's also at this point that uh, it's a scene that's like, it holds up kind of better with time. Like, because Kate throws a cigarette in the water. And people are like, written essays and stuff about how it's like an environmental thing. Like, they're talking about the DVD. It's like, no, people back then just, you threw your cigarette Yeah, in well, no, it's like that scene in Mad Men when they go on a picnic and they have all their food on a blanket and then yeah. they're like, oh, let's go. And Betty picks up the blanket and she shakes the garbage into the grass. Yeah. That was an accurate scene. You didn't have, like, you know, park districts putting out garbage cans for you right. to put away your picnic mm. garbage. You just throw your shit all over the ground. <laughs> you would not think twice about throwing a cigarette in the water. Right. Or but, or shooting a creature. Right. You wouldn't yeah, think twice it would, about it. Probably find but, another but one. You know, and if we don't, then we've got this one. Yeah. <laughs> it can't move. <laughs> but what's good about it, too, though, is it does help this movie kind of hold up over time. It's like, um, I don't know how to put it, but like, it's like it's good that they did that and they included it was just a throwaway thing but it makes the movie hold up better than other movies from the era it's a different message and it's like there's other ways of interpreting it and uh you know no I'm good at least we just asked if we wanted a beer. No, I know. We're, we're, we're both good. Well, I'm, I'm telling the listeners at home. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. I don't need a beer. Not right now, anyway. Not right now. Maybe a few minutes. All right, listeners. I'm going to go ahead and update you here. I got up and went to the refrigerator and no one wanted a beer. So. <laughs> all right. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> I'm just going to leave them out for now. Like, all right, so, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, uh, but it's like you know you can uh, interpret a movie however you want. This cola flavored Lacroix. Weird. Would you like to try one? No. Okay. <laughs> it's answer, really man. good. No, no. 
It's very polarizing. You yeah. like it or you don't. The yeah. uh, creature is also creeping on Kate. He's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that cigarette in my water. There's just like tons <laughs> of it too. It just keeps happening again and again and again. Where he's just yeah. like, I gotta get on your boat. <laughs> I gotta get in your room. <laughs> I also made the note at this point. That, you know, there's no anaconda without this movie. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. Oh, absolutely not. That is an accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that Roger Ebert famously gave, I think, three stars to, three and a half to, oh and it was God. like, dude, I mean, I saw the theater, I'm like, those movies. I, I love those, like, out of left field Ebert reviews, though. Like, he just loved the shit out of, like, some yeah. shit fest of a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody kind of. Compared to other shit fests of movies, yeah. this is the best yeah. shit fest of a movie. <laughs> I, the reviews overall are very positive for the movie Face Off. Like, it has a high score on Rotten Tomatoes, like, in the 90s or something. But, like, Ebert has, like, a really overwhelmingly positive review of that movie. And it's, like... Yeah, but, like, I think that's... Uh, we're getting off track. But, like, <laughs> some movies, like... Sorry. Like, with, uh, Talking about face-off. <laughs> yeah, well, there's some movies... Which we could... We should start a face-off podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just to talk about face-off. Different aspects of the film. Sure, sure. We like a lot to unpack, yeah. Um, so going back to the movie where we're talking about. Yes. Um, so the creature kind of comes, kills everyone it comes across except Kate. I yeah. that note here. Um, you mean Kay? Kay. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't fucking... edit that one, did you? Oh. Shit. I feel like an asshole now. Sorry, listeners. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to confuse you. I think there's another woman here named Kate. Trust me. There's only one woman in this movie. <laughs> this movie is not passing the bedroom test. Yeah, right. There's one woman, Unless... and the creature wants to rape her. I was going to say, so. maybe the creature's a lady. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're lesbians. Why yeah. lesbians? We're bringing, a lesbian out, we're bringing out levels of wokeness in this movie. That no Although, one... I'll say that I don't think the creature and Kay have a conversation. And if they do, it's probably about a man. I mean, to be fair. Probably. Yeah. yeah. that's the only other characters yeah. in the movie. Although, oh. if I'm a woman and I'm, like, meeting Kay, I'm going to say, like, how did you style your hair? It looks beautiful. Or you'd be like, hey, how'd you land that hot scientist? <laughs> when are you going to nail it down for real? Yeah, come on. Yeah, on let's it. get this together. So they're, like, they're, they ca- they capture the creature. They mm-hmm. put it in a cage. Yeah, they put him in that, uh, it's like a tank with, like, bamboo. They make a bamboo cage. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that part in Deer Hunter. Right, yeah, it's exactly like that part of right. Deer Hunter. Yeah, so they make a little, like, you know, it's like if you catch a fish, you keep it in the water in, like, a little bucket, you know? Mm-hmm. So they, they try that with I the love that because you get all these, like, close-up looks at the creature's face at this moment. And that's where you really see, like, the way he breathes, like, his, his gills and... Yeah, but we skip past his lair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because this is that where we discover this? that he has, like... Yeah, that's because right. this is the first time... They follow him down into the That's water. Right. Yeah, he gets a, he comes up on the ship and then he gets away and they shine a spotlight on him and he's yeah. like and then jumps <laughs> it's into disoriented. the water. Yeah, and they go find him and yeah. he's got like a whole underwater grotto yeah. that he lives he, in. He yeah. goes underwater and then when he comes back up, it's like yeah, it's like, like a grotto. It's under. It's in a cave. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Which is important for the future. Yeah, yeah this movie it is foreshadowing. Yeah. Keep that in mind, listeners. But then they yeah. drug him and they capture him and they bring him on the boat and put him in his deer hunter cage. Well, it's also worth noting too at this point uh, because of that um, that uh, the uh, this movie was originally shot in 3D and it was actually done with like kind of the more modern, like at least 80s modern, like uh, 3D. It was like with the polarized lenses. Um, 
But ge- generally speaking, most people see this movie in 2D like we did. And it was only like, it'd be like in the city you could go see the movie in 3D, but everywhere else. Because the 3D fan kind of ended at this point in the 50s, so. And uh, there's also a lot of prints with that cheapo version of 3D well, with the blue and the red. Keeping that in mind, too, there's definitely a lot of moments where you're like, okay, there's the 3D scare, you know. Right, well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. There's some parts of this movie. Every harpoon is shot directly into yeah, the, the camera. Right. Yeah. Or parts where the creature's just walking towards it and they're playing the theme. It's like, he's just kind of walking here, guys. It's like, it's like, oh, he's coming out of the screen. It's so crazy, man. So, yeah, they've got the creature captured. And the pipe man lets his guard down. Like Falls asleep. Oh, yeah. falls, he knows there's a murderous monster yeah, they six were, feet from him. They were cavalier about that. They're like, well, yeah. we caught him. Our job's done. So everything's fine. He yeah. kept sticking his head out of the cage, too. I love the way his head looks. It yeah. looks awesome. He's these huge fat lips and he kind and when he breathes, he like opens and closes his mouth and like his his like gill puffer thingies on the sides of his head deflate and inflate. Well, and it's another thing too about showing it, it there's so many delicate characteristics about this creature like underwater He's amazing, swims super fast and upside down and through all of his environment and totally runs away from these guys who are firing harpoons at him. But even when he's in the cage, everything he does is so deliberate. Yeah. Like, he doesn't make a ton of noise. It's not like Frankenstein where he's like smacking his hands against <laughs> stuff. He's like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push on this a little bit. Okay, I'm going to lift my head up a little bit. Like, they have extended shots of the creature... Kind of like testing Surveying. his environment. Yeah. yeah. See, how well, easy is it going to be for me well, to get out? Well, stuff too, like when he's walking on the boat, he moves like really slowly. They put weights in the feet to make it seem like it's like kind of unnatural. He's used to right. swimming around. Yeah. yeah. Not much of a walker. No, 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 no. no. Not Not of a swimmer. Yes. So, he, yeah, he grabs fucking Pipe Man. And rips his face off. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't show him ripping his yeah. face off, but they show him afterwards covered in bandages. And the monster straight ripped Whit Bissell's face off. <laughs> to the point where he can't face. even talk. Can't even talk. He took his face off. Oh, the, oh yeah. <laughs> Turns out, this is totally, totally a relevant. podcast. Totally relevant. <clears throat> I wasn't yeah. just like, yeah, you know. When we start the face-off podcast, this would be an episode. Yeah, talk about all the other movies where people had their faces faces ripped, ripped off. off. Yeah, that's that's the thing. People think that the Face Off podcast is like exclusively about the film Face Off. No. I mean, it pretty much is, but, right? Eh. But fifty percent of the time, at least, we're talking about like yeah. people getting their faces ripped off. Yeah, I'd like to take his his face off. And then he, he yeah, he catches the creature on fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's an 80s action movie. He yeah. Lights. Brought this up action. a few times on this <laughs> podcast, but it's like, used to be movies up until about 1995 or so. Like, if you see a movie, someone's going to lit up fire. Yeah. Right. And they're yeah. going to run around with their arms waving like this. <laughs> it always looks cool. Right. And, and then they they they're going to jump in some water. They stop doing it for some reason. CGI or something. Probably I CGI. Yeah. yeah. Same reason why they don't use real blood sometimes. CGI. Man. I hate CGI it's blood. That is such a pet uh, of mine. Yeah. That's the worst. They've at least moved away from that in The Walking Dead. I've noticed they've been... They don't even need as much blood on the because they're zombies. Bed. Yeah, they're not going to have wet blood. Yeah, it's what like wet. <laughs> I thought you said caligulated. <laughs> no, no, it's super sexy. Obsessed with its like mother or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some jizz or something. Yeah. Right. 
So the creature, uh, he's um, he puts a big log in front of the exit of the lagoon, and he smashes the rowboat too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's which like, they totally kind of hand wave. Like they're really upset about the the log getting put in the there. Destruction. They don't yeah. even really talk about the rowboat getting. Dest- you see, it's destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Like, like oh, in a rowboat, whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. this monster. Like, they don't spend a lot of time. On it. I mean, the movie at eighty minutes too. That's another thing. That part of the racist movies endured so long. Is at seventy nine minutes at clocks and at it was perfectly uh, the perfect length for like oh well it's just mm-hmm. showing on a Saturday on TV and stuff and yeah. so they mm-hmm. did and like the movie is elegant in its simplicity like it's it's not super complicated. Um, it just, I will say though if the the creature has now obstructed me from exiting the lagoon and destroyed my one escape vessel. I'm like, this creature is solving problems. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when the raptor is open reason. doors. Alan. Yeah. Well, that's, why, that's why sexy scientist David is like, Mark's like, we gotta catch it. We gotta shoot it. And David's like, we gotta get the fuck yeah. out of here. Right. Cause, and that's like, we gotta go. Yeah, I'm with David here. Yeah. yeah, Mark is still, he looks all fancy and stuff. Like, I'm surprised he wasn't wearing an ascot. Like, he's got, like, fancy jungle gear and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, we gotta stick around. And, and David's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Right? How many more people, how many more Italians with mo haircuts have to die before right. you're comfortable with leaving? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they also, I noticed at this point too, they, I made a note, they call the scuba gear the Aqualung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Although I think right before this, when they decided to leave, was actually my favorite captain moment. Because this is where Mark is like, we gotta go. And the captain's like, or, or we gotta stay. And the captain's like, well, you know, as the, we are at sea, and as the captain, I make the decision, so I'm gonna go with this guy and say that we go. And Mark's yeah. like, Grabs him by the shirt and he's like, You're gonna do what I say. And the captain just pulls a knife out from nowhere, puts it up to his <laughs> yeah. to his chin, and he's like, Do you have something to say? <laughs> and then he like backs off, and it's like again, this glimpse of really threatening yes. violent yes. sort of imagery. Yeah. Um, also, and, and what like, a dummy to not assume that that guy has like Three knives on his person at any given time. He's a captain yeah. in the Amazon. Like, yeah, this right. guy has yeah. killed I mean, more you can chuck some of it up to like racism, but some of it is like true. It's like this is Brazil in the fifties. Like mm-hmm. yeah. they don't have social security cards. Like this dude yeah. kills people for breakfast. Like <laughs> so, they decided they, they try to put a winch on the log. Uh, Mark almost hits David around this time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know uh, continuity. The winch was actually broken when they tried to pull the creature out of the water earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. and now they're using the winch again to move the log. What the Hello? fuck? Oversight. Oh, Come on, guys. God. Embarrassing. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're like, let's go in the water. We'll, like, put the winch around the log and, like, really get it set up. Yeah. And the creature grabs Mark. Mark flips the fuck out. Yeah. Mm. And it's great because it's like he, he bring, he, like the creature does what you would do if you lived underwater too, which is just drag someone down there. And mm-hmm. He doesn't breathe, and it's such a cool scene because he he doesn't just drag him; he kind of flips around so his feet are by Mark's face. Yeah, but then he grabs his ankle upside down and just swims straight down. So it's. Even if you're fighting me, you're just fighting with my feet that are kicking you in the face. And every time I kick, we're going farther and farther (laughs) underwater. Right. And again, it felt like such an inhuman way to try and kill someone. Right. Because I don't breathe underwater. So I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go down there either. Maybe we'll just go up on the land and we'll we'll duke it out like men or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, pistols. Yeah, there's also a line here. Uh, they say something like, "We want to leave um, without at least two martyrs or something." It's like they're talking about uh, Pipe Man and Mark. <laughs> they are not talking about the natives at all. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. no they're dead. You know, yeah, We're, they're not included in the, the body count of this like, movie. Nine people have died at this point, but really only two of them. Right. right. <laughs> and one of them just has his face kind of hurt. Like, right. he, he's in bandages. Like, Mark, yeah. he's, he looks kind of like, or, um, I mean, Pipe Man. He looks like the like the Invisible Man. He's just all mm. bandaged. Yeah. He'd probably still smoke a pipe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He might not have lips, but he can, you know. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Make it work. That's what the bandages are for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they do get the log out of the way. And, uh, and then the creature grabs Kay, and he takes her to his little, like, underwater... Mm-hmm. Um, Grotto. Yes. yes. Yeah. Although they, she's on his turf now. They did the the poison spray thing to get the log out of the way because yeah. they were afraid the creature was going to keep right. attacking. So then David, uh, again, another yeah. very sexual moment, creates this device to be able to spray, spray. poison right in the monster's right. face. It looks like cum. People. It looks yeah. like cum. <laughs> it looks like he's yeah, shooting. Yeah, it's weird because David is like holding the device. In front of his crotch, right? And he—I <laughs> mean, there's no illusion. There, no. He is jizzing it's in this no monster's face, about and it. the monster's like, "Oh, I don't like it, but I keep coming back for yeah. more." Yeah, it's like kind of like crosser with the movie Cruising with Al Pacino. It's kind of like a crossover yeah. with, with Cruising. Also, I wrote yeah. at this point too a bird because a bird just flies right at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, like kind of unnecessarily, like it's I think like I missed that. Hey, oh no! Oh, I no, thought it was bat. a bat on a wire. That's a bat. Yeah, oh, okay. in the grotto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. It's, no birds down there, Dan. Because it's right. scary, and yeah. bats are scary. Mm-hmm. It's and a bat on a well, very visible wire. Okay, that's, okay, that's the other thing. Uh, I'm afraid of birds, not bats, and that's probably why I read. Yeah, oh, okay. Most okay. people aren't afraid of birds. No, most people aren't. Yeah, Dan they're not worried, worried about birds flying. My friend Britt is afraid of birds. Britt, yeah. if you're listening, hi Britt. She's <laughs> totally afraid of birds. Yeah, that makes sense. They're, they're they're scary. Yeah, they it's are. A big dinosaur looking thing with feathers that flies around. Some of them aren't really big. Some of them are super tiny. But That's even fine. worse. No, yeah, even worse. They can get in your pants. I'm just worried they're gonna fly in my face or my yeah. mouth. Like in your mouth and then down your throat oh, yeah. and lay oh. eggs in your stomach. That's what birds want to do. They like mm-hmm. stomach eggs. <laughs> so the uh... ideal situation for their young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the creature takes Kay into his uh, grotto, and this is also the part where it's like pretty famous for this movie. He definitely cocks, he cocked her on the head, like mm-hmm. he concussed her, and it's like you could. It's like well, he actually legit knocked her the fuck. Out, like and, knock the actress. You, you can out. see the part, yeah. like, like they don't. It's not in, in the movie where he bumps her head, but you can tell where it happened because he's going down this narrow hallway where he has to go to. Yeah, sideways. like that's probably where she got her head. He clearly her can't, bell wrong. You know, yeah, he can't see out of the costume. Yeah, and he's carrying a human being. <laughs> Wham! And he, and he is definitely having trouble. Yeah, right. he's sideways. It's, that's clear. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> guy can't probably fucking breathe through this yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah well, he's on land. Shit. So he yeah, can't right. Yeah, yeah. You know? he takes yeah. her to like exactly. Old... Yeah, his gills. Right, right. his gills don't work on land. Yeah, Elise. Yeah, <sighs> he takes her to like an altar of Dagon, kind of tiny with a Lovecraftian right? mythos. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. actually, that was That's also good. another inspiration of this movie was like the uh, the shadow over Innsmouth. They make mm-hmm. a big. Oh, okay. Talking about it, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, the yeah, David shows up and he fills the creature full of holes. Yeah. And then with like, great aim and no regard for friendly fire. Although, <laughs> if you watch as the creatures wandering towards the water, they put a bullet hole in its head. 
and right above its left eye, there's a mark of blood. And it's like, is this creature that badass that they can shoot it in the face? (laughs) And it's just like, I gotta go back in the water. But like every classic monster movie, the creature just goes away and then it's over. It just ends. Yeah. It's just like, and the end. The end. Yeah, I mean, better than most of them. I mean, you could tell they got out of there and everything. Like, yeah. they already moved the log. They moved sure, the they log moved first. The log. Yeah. Nothing else is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need a denouement. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, the economic storytelling. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah, right to the point. Yeah. Although, the, uh, my wife, as the... As the movie ended and it said the end she's like where's the question mark yeah right there should be a question mark there <laughs> she is correct there yeah. were two sequels neither are as good as this one no 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 no, 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 no. Um, so the movie came out in 1954 uh, it's during the Eisenhower administration yeah you like Ike I like Ike everybody likes Ike for president <laughs> yeah what is this movie about well, I mean, it's about a creature who wants to fuck a chick. I mean, certainly I think it's about, like, male insecurities and desires, you know? Well, there are a lot of men showing off their masculinity. Yeah, with movie. their hot legs. There are, like... Well, but not even... The, the, yeah. Like, hot legs and hot chests, but even, like, the overt, like, like knife to the neck sort of thing. Too, right? Lots yeah. of phallic symbols. Yeah. I mean, well, like... Mark and David... Like, they keep having these bro-downs. They're yeah. like, come on, no, let's get out of here. They're, they're, they're seriously 10 contest. seconds away from making out. Right. There's like, a moment where they get into a very sexy, tiny swimsuit fight. Mm-hmm. With, with Bissell in the background, yeah. with his face all bandaged up, not able to do anything. Yeah. Except for probably jerk off. He's probably <laughs> jerking slightly. off watching these two almost oh, naked wow. men I fight. also just realized, saying it like that, Mark David Chapman... Shot John Lennon. No, I know who Mark David Chapman yeah. is. Right? But so maybe what, there was a character named Chapman that we haven't talked about. Bissell with Could that be. trans-American accent is like, stop fighting, chaps. Men. <laughs> Chapmen. Yeah. And it's like... Mark David Chapman. Yeah. They were predicting John Lennon's death 25 before. years ago. Wow. 25 years later, someone's going to shoot John Lennon. Oh, my God. Also, read the book, The Catcher of the Rye. to <laughs> <laughs> kill someone. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, and I think the other thing too about 1954 monster movie, no mention of nuclear anything, no. right? Which is kind of the weird opposite of they're not talking about nuclear bombs, they're not talking about annihilation, they're right. not talking about any of that stuff. Lots of talk about space, yeah, and traveling to other planets, yeah, but no nuclear it's, discussion. I mean, it's at definitely all. in the space age, but it's like it's the atomic age, like mm-hmm. uh, Bride of the Monster <laughs> slash Bride of the Adam the Ed Wood movies, I think fifty three. I mean, Godzilla's 10 years later. I mean, yeah. 10 years later. Like well, like, uh, Them is 55? Yeah, around there. It's like, it's you know? all, like, giant monsters. Right. Nuclear. And this is this seems like the perfect example of, this is a monster, nuclear energy. Oh, it was a lizard that turned into a creature. It's like, nope. No, yeah. no, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's that like lazy storytelling. That's so what it is, people. Are, are they communic? Do you think they were trying to communicate maybe either a fear of the unknown or yeah, like in a bit of like? I mean, there seems to be a call- message about like you know disturbing nature and trying to control it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, there's some of that, but even too like the, the, the idea that there's stuff out there in nature, like especially like I mean, other movies have done it like since then to great effect, like you know the abyss. Right. Or, you know, Jaws. Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla's the same kind of thing. (laughs) 
but yeah. like there, there's all this stuff about like underwater shit's scary like I yeah. like it is scary not knowing what's under you and well mm-hmm. at, at a point David even says that where he's talking about the possibility of a creature like this living he's like why would we go to other planets when we have all of this yeah. water that's filled with millions of different life forms? Like they even, I think it is more that idea of yeah. the unknown that exists yeah, on yeah. this water. The, uh, the inspiration of this it was there was a conversation actually. It was at the uh, the rap party for Citizen Kane. Like they like they're wrapping it up, and one of the guys who worked on the movie uh, was from like South America, and he's like told this story about, like, this legend of, like, these, like... Oh, in the Amazon, there's supposed to be these, like, fish men and stuff. And he's, like, the guy took it and he, like, ran with it. Oh, that's so cool. So it's, this movie is also related to Susan Gaines. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Tie it back. Yeah. What influence do you guys think this has had going forward? We touched on that a it's, little bit. Uh, I mean, it's the last chronologically of the... Uni- uh, what they consider the universal monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the mummy, Frankenstein... Uh, Dracula and stuff. Yeah, this, you know most of the other ones came out like the 30s and the 40s. This one came out in 54, and then it had two sequels. I don't know about the other sequels to the other movies, but it's kind of consi- like the last sort of main entry in sort of that era. <clears throat> well, I think it's a really strong entry into the um, strong woman scientist yeah. character. I'm shocked that they make <clears throat> her a scientist in this movie. You needed to have a I mean, woman a in scientist this movie. of lady stuff, apparently. Right, right, right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Menstruation scientist. What? Right. <laughs> sure. Shopping. Yeah. No. Just in case the monster turned out to be a woman. Right, they could yeah. They needed someone about to boys talk. and unicorns and stickers and shit. Give her right. a makeover. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's kind of shocking that, like, they make her professional at all. Obviously, as soon as she marries her fiance, she can hang that up, you know? Yeah, right. But. but but as a scientist, they do, for all intents and purposes, treat her as an equal, which is yes. interesting. Except for not being able to see the murdered locals and things. Well, like right, that. exactly, because she's a yeah. woman and delicate. But yes, right. They feared for her safety more. Yeah, but from a science, absolutely. <clears throat> I have to wonder, like, were there a lot of women in scientific fields? In the like, I can't imagine there were many in I the fifties. I don't 50s. know. I mean. Like yeah, I mean, you do see in movies at this time there is some of the the uh, final girl archetypes starting already. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is it kind of transfers more to horror, like slasher movies and stuff. But like you, you do get like there's usually a woman usually lives, but she's usually just the guy, the scientist boy, girlfriend. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, there is such a like I mean, it's such a thing in horror. You have like the base like male desire, and that's why like. You know, whatever the threat is in the film becomes like obsessed with the woman, you know. And, and he does here, like, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, that's a thing you see repeated a lot in mm-hmm. horror. Yeah, oh. I mean, even though she was a scientist, though, she still was 100% a victim. Like, yeah. she never fights off the no, monster. No, not anyway. at all. She's right. every time she, she has no I agency, right? I think she screams five times mm-hmm. in this movie. Every time she sees the yeah. monster, her first reaction is to just scream like a maniac so she yeah she has no agency but outside of a monster related world she is someone uh, who has some you know she would parlay this uh, later she was a reoccurring character on Murder She Wrote oh okay the actress yeah she was working years later 40 years later 40 years later Murder She Wrote (laughs) um yeah so I think that's probably a good time yeah I mean it's uh, the Cold War too I mean yeah 
they don't really get into that at all in this movie, but it's definitely oh. happening. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it does play on a bit of the fear of, like, foreign countries and stuff. Yeah. Which we Americans seem to have. Yeah, I don't know if that, that was deliberate or not, but, you know, certainly... Well, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, this guy, uh, he's a captain down there. They, they just cut people, man. It's like, well, maybe they do, but, like... <laughs> Right, you know, it's a right. profound misunderstanding of like other peoples of the world. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know these guys, Italian dudes with mo haircuts, just are, you yeah. know, they're they're <laughs> getting eaten by fishmen. They, they still are very generically non-white characters. Yeah, right. Where it's just like ah, sure, why not? So, you know, it's like making you know Jewish actors Indians in like right. the forties. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, they could have been Jewish too. Like Italians sure. and Jewish. It's usually like ethnic as we get in Hollywood right. yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, now our segments. Yeah, let's get into it. Hottest titties. Well, uh, there's one woman in the movie. <laughs> I think... Originally, I wanted to say when she disrobes to jump into the uh, yeah the lake when she's got her white yes. bathing suit on. But I think for me, I'm going to go with when she's showing her midriff later. Mm. Um, when she's talking to Whit Bissell about the monster. And then yeah. when the monster rips her Whit Bissell's face off. Yeah. I think that might be that, the hottest titties moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a checkered sort of yeah. necklace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of the other shirt. Oh, yeah. I am, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wrote down her white lot. bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, that's it intentional is. that the bathing suit is white, too. Well, and it shows off those cups, legs. Cups those, mm-hmm. those titties very nice. Two different actresses, one in the water, one on land. <laughs> cups the titties. <laughs> um, best hair. Um, Kate again. Oh, no, yeah. Gotta right. give yeah. it to her, yeah. Again, with, and, but I have to go to the white bathing suit moment. Yeah. yeah. Where I, I literally had to almost stop the movie. Yeah. Like, How does her hair look it's this perfect. amazing? What, and kind of that point too, like perfectly um, quaffed, uh, friend of curly mine. ponytail, cute like uh, voluminous bangs, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, very well done. But uh, around this time, like when I was in high school, uh, my friend Al Graycheck, his dad had owned a barber shop, and it was like an old school barber shop, and had like it's like. On the wall was like eight hairstyles for men. It was like <laughs> flat top. You, you see like three of them in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like you get a flat top, or you get one with a little curl in the front, or you get a shaved head, crew cut. Like, right. not a lot going on there. <laughs> Four yeah. of them are shaving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, best outfit. Someone else start because I have a lot. What well, I wrote down. I wrote down three. I wrote down. I liked Mark's fancy jungle suit where he's like mm-hmm. button down shirt, pith helmet, yes. like mm-hmm. you know, very nice. I liked um, Lucas, the boat captain, uh, swarthy as fuck with the satin shirt. The satin like, shirt, right? And then uh, I wrote down Kate's swimsuit for purient mm-hmm. reasons. I think, <laughs> I think for me it is Mark as well, but it's Mark's first outfit when he's wearing a suit. And he's, yeah. you know, smoking a cigar or whatever when they're in the yeah. lab right at the beginning. Because it really sets into motion that this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah like, he's a scientist, but a scientist piece of shit. Yeah. And you shouldn't trust him. Because everyone else is wearing, like, short sleeve button-ups and, like, relatively yeah, casual for the fancy. 50s. And he's wearing a suit. And this guy's going to try and screw Yeah, I used like. to work with a dude. Like, on Casual Friday, he would wear a blazer. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that guy <laughs> was like old school. Yeah, yeah you right. can't trust that guy. For him, it was more like a, a generational thing. It's like, well, it's Casual Friday. I'll wear my blazer today. <laughs> like, not wearing, not wearing a tie. Like, it's very casual. Super casual. I can go swimming <laughs> at any moment. Um, I have down the dude who was. Oh, which dude is it? It was dressed like Colonel Sanders at the beginning of the movie. 
What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? On the oh, boat. The, the, oh, the, the one guy who, like, finds the creature? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got him down. Um, and oh, then... he's got his hat and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole outfit. He's, right, yeah. He looks like he's gonna... To, you know, tell me what the eight herbs and spices or whatever. <laughs> um, David's got that sexy open shirt and the pith helmet. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest are all Kate outfits. Uh, her bathing suit is amazing. Uh, she wore these high-waisted white shorts that she swapped out tops on a lot. There was a long sleeve black sweater. Um, she had a, a ballet flats on with that. That was really cute. And uh, Mar- the Marianne checkered shirt that was tied, mm-hmm. exposing the midriff. Mm-hmm. She had like Gilligan's Island level like costume changes, and this mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. her wardrobe was constantly changing. Um, but my favorite <laughs> outfit of hers was that handkerchief top. I, I really that tied that behind too, her neck yeah. and had her mm-hmm. whole back exposed. Also, Super um, cute. Did notice a little bit of um, you know uh, camel toe, and she had the white bathing suit on at one point. I'm like, oh, that's a little uh, little outline there. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I'm the asshole. Good job steering in on her crotch, though. Yeah, good work. Although, I mean, I think we all have to say, I, I would have to say at least, K of the cast. I think she's my favorite character in this whole. Yeah, movie. from costuming and hair and all that to the representation of a character in this movie, I thought she was. Uh, yeah, I like David a lot too, and what I liked about him, and like I've seen him in a. I know I've seen him at least one other thing. I think that was a mystery science theater, like I said. But, like, he was kind of known for, like, he would just take a role. And he brought, like, a certain level of, like, professionalism to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you believe every party's in. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this is, you know, he, he just has a certain, like, he's competent. He, he gets his lines out there. Like, I don't mean to sound like he, yeah, I think he just does a bare minimum. Like, he kind of rounds out a character yeah. very well. Yeah. That's pretty one He does the work. In other... He shows up and does the work. Well, right. in, but in yeah. other hands, I think the, the character would be pretty one dimensional. Yeah, he's I just agree this, with like, that. hot scientist otherwise. Right. You know? right. Handsome as fuck. <laughs> so handsome. Yeah. Seriously. In that uh, pill helmet. I mean, come um, on. Yeah. I mean, I also wrote down the men's little trunks. We talked about those. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Best death. Now, yeah, I would kind of would amend this a little bit, because really, the only person who dies on camera is Mark, really, he, who gets dragged No. Down. Well, but he doesn't even die on camera. He's still yeah, right. flailing around the yeah. last time we see him, and then the creature goes up for David. Right, that's what I mean. But I'm, I'm saying I'm amending it a little bit, because all, the only <coughs> deaths that happen are like... Brown people. Well, see, now, my best yeah. was the guy who gets strangled on the beach, since we actually saw that happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so, wait, which which guy? Uh, red shirt. I don't know what his name was. Just a dude on the beach when they were going to save Kay. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. gets strangled on the beach by the creature. Yeah, because because I wrote down like I really liked how Pipe Man just got his face like ripped off. Yeah, yeah. like but he, he doesn't didn't die. die. Yeah, and then um, no, I think that's fair enough though to yeah, put down. Yeah, but that's, and that's why my favorite death is actually the first one because you see the guy's like no no yeah. no, and then all of a sudden it's just a giant hand covers yes. his face. Yeah, and the the first thought I have is. How is that going to kill him exactly? Right. I don't. Are you smothering him? <laughs> are you just like what is? Yeah, happening? what did they die of? Right, but he Was, just yeah. He basically, the the creature just puts its hand on the guy's face and then he just dies. Right, pretty but much. But I can only presume he <laughs> yeah. ripped his face off like mm-hmm. Whit Bissell. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And but I mean, Marx was pretty good too because it's mm-hmm. very um. 
use the word like a bit like very tactile visceral like you see the dirt coming up when he's like yeah. fighting for his life like and he rips out his that, uh, that, breathing mask to he like disassembles his breathing yeah, like, mask right before yeah. that they're they're going around in the dirt you can't see them anymore and then Mark comes shooting out of the cloud of dirt the creature comes after bites the breathing mask yeah. it, it is a really visceral yeah. fight scene right it's, so, something, uh, it's like <clears throat> terrifying like, like, it's yeah. gritty I have yeah. talked about it like on this podcast before like one of the ways like I would at least like to die. It would be like getting trapped in the ice or something. Like mm-hmm. it's like just drowning. Like uh, and kind of segues into the next thing. Like the scariest scene. Generally, I said bird coming towards the camera, but it's not a bird. <laughs> it's a bat. So like, are you less afraid of it now? Much less afraid. Yeah, now. it doesn't bother me. But like, just generally, like, a lot of the underwater <laughs> stuff. It's so creepy to me. Like, Mark's I, death is the scariest scene. Yeah, and like. I generally find like, it, but in general, just when the creature is down there, it's like I, mm-hmm. like I don't go too far into the ocean to this day. Like I'm a grown ass man, I'm afraid of sharks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's my scariest scene. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree. I think Mark's death and everything that leads up to it, mm-hmm. it's it's so genuinely high tension. Yeah, and then when he's getting dragged down, and you're just like, well, he's gonna die, and mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's gonna take for him to die. But I know he's gonna right. die. He's not getting. And everyone out of this. around is helpless. Yeah, yeah. To, <clears throat> to prevent it. Um, I think uh, this movie has a real scary message about gentrification. <laughs> 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 no, I wrote down that uh, I think honestly, what was almost most upsetting to me was uh, Mark continually wanting to harpoon this thing, mm-hmm. like especially when it's trying to escape, and it's like. He he's becoming violent because he's scared. I think you know. Right. Um. I've also found his little cave to be scary and scenes in there, like mm-hmm. you know, because you're pretty isolated once you're in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that those were probably some of the most effective kind of tension building moments in the movie. Now, so would you survive? I wrote down right away. I'm white, so like right there, <laughs> the odds are pretty better much chance. way better chance. Yeah. yeah. Like we joke about like like people joke about like slash movies in the 80s like oh the black guy says like the brown people in this movie are all dead at the end and mm-hmm. they don't even count them in the death zone they're like oh like two people died it's like <laughs> what about all those other people <laughs> like oh well you know people quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote yeah come on they couldn't have pretended to care like right. <laughs> no. yeah no it's like yeah. our friend his face is really messed up that really takes me out. like right there, there are a couple of natives who died right there. they yeah. have families yeah. like people are gonna care right. that they're gone I wish you paint them like five cents a day like, <laughs> like they're not taking this job because it's like you know it's not a hobby for them it's not like they got you know so a they're not like I'll property. roll the bones hopefully I'll make it home after this <laughs> <Right>. like yeah <laughs> they were anticipating that like, 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 I could really use this money like, like, you look at labor <laughs> laws in this country and then like what were they like in Brazil at the time like yeah. you know yeah so I think I'd be pretty good also I'm not a dick like yeah that helps yeah if I'm like well not an act you you play a dick on TV though right right but yeah. if I saw like a creature trying to get like oh let's get the fuck out of here like let's leave him alone let's well and I think you would be David. Right. Where it's like, I want to study him for science. Yeah. Oh, he's super smart wants to kill us? I want to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, we need to go now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I'm Kay, also, I'm not going to be, like, swimming in a sexy manner away from the boat. Like, if I'm in the Amazon, I know there's, like, fish that'll, like, swim up your pee hole in that water and stuff. Yeah, you know, true. like... That is true. I'm not going to be gallivanting around, like, 30 feet from the ship. And hopefully... 
you know, my my sexy swimming wouldn't then like attract the piranhas and shit too. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. fuck that. I I'm creeped out by water that I can't see below right. me. This creature was right beneath her. I would not be swimming in that water. He didn't. She did not see so him. You would survive. I think I'd survive. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not much of a camper. Not good at science. I don't see myself on this. Right. Uh, okay. Go, bring it back <laughs> real quick. If to, I am, I'm not swimming far away from the boat. Right. Would you send anything that like bring it back to anaconda real quick? Sure. Okay. Like the snake is not very scary, but like there's the part where the guy's like swimming, gets like a stung like a giant wasp or something, and he's like unconscious. Like that was way scarier to me. Like, whoa, god, that shit happens down there. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a fuck giant snake that. seems fake as fuck, but like getting stabbed by a giant wasp. You ever seen those Japanese wasps that are like as big as people's hands? Yeah. 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 yeah, you should look them up. Japanese wasps. Yeah. Like those, those camel spiders? spiders? Oh, yeah, the spiders. Yeah. Those are the worst. Ugh. No, let's stop talking. <laughs> Would you survive, Josh? I think so, yeah. I think I, I, I'm going to go with Dan's I'm a white man. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably am going to be okay and yeah. not a complete asshole. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think I'm falling in the David camp of I'm, I'm willing to explore the possibility of this being yeah. scientifically valid until this thing clearly is purposefully trying to murder me. Yeah. And then, you know what? I'm just, I'll walk. I'll walk. Yeah, the, I only, walk to the only part I can And David see, says, like, we're not equipped for this. We need right. to just get out of here. Let's come back. It's, it's like some Marines or yeah. something. It's like such a weird, like, clarity yes. and vision of a character in a <laughs> yeah. horror movie to be like, we're totally not equipped we're for not this. We're not ready for what we're up Let's against. Let's go get the right stuff yeah. and come back yeah. and right. take care of and it. And, like, usually, too, even in, like, modern movies, they'd be like, like, Mark, be like, we have to get these results. Like, you know. Yeah. It's like, he's just, like, kind of a dick. And, like, that works better than yeah. trying to explain it too much. And David is like, we can get the results. Later, yeah, none of this exactly. stuff's going. It's been here for millions of years. Yes. It's not leaving. <laughs> it's gonna chill. Let's just go. It's the get creature some... from the Black Lagoon. I don't think right. he's like. We found the hand already. Like it's also it's not like oh we didn't get a picture. Like there's some of that, but it's like they have a fossilized hand of this yeah. fucking thing. Like right. that's the cover of Time. Yeah, right there. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, Your name etched into the moon. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> Although I will say, with, would you survive? Like the, the bit of like like sort of my working class background. Maybe I would be one of those small haircut dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, going back to when I was working like two part time jobs and stuff. Like, I'm like someone's like, hey, want to come down to this river? Yeah. Expedition? Hey, Elise, uh, I got okay. So I got uh, offered this this job. Uh, it's in the Black Lagoon. <laughs> they need me to get a really fucked up haircut <laughs> and rub shoe polish on my face. <laughs> they uh, they said my, my name won't be Dan. It's going to be Red Shirt Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> but it pays five cents a day. So yeah, I gotta go they, down there. Free, go so it. free vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this movie compare to Friday the Thirteenth Part Four? I would it say is, it's better. It's better. It's better. Yeah. It's one hundred percent. We can all agree it's better. Yeah, it's uh, sexier too. I mean, you see titties in that movie, but I was kind of more. I more wanted to see titties in this movie. That's quality. That's the key. Yeah. I wanted to see Kay's titties, and I didn't see them. I didn't give a shit about seeing any of the titties in in right. Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah, I mean, and it's solid, solid special effects in this movie. Right, like, like the use uh, term like guy in a rubber suit is usually like, kind of pejorative, it's, but mm-hmm. in this movie, he looks good. This is the ultimate they, guy I, like, in a rubber suit, right? Well, like, like, and then they were talking about it, like the, um, the the special features, like it was made form fitting, so you don't get the stuff where it's like. You can see the suit moving right. away from the guy's yeah. body. Right. Like, the guys, they were instructed, like, you can't gain or lose weight while we're shooting this. Oh, wow. Like, you, you have to, so the, the suit would fit them, like, just form fit them perfectly. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that yeah, but was, it works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it works, it works well. completely because it looks very realistic mm-hmm. for the fifties. Yeah. yeah. How many machetes do you give this film, Elise? I gave this movie three and a half machetes. Yeah, I think it's um out of five. Out of five, yeah, I think I give it four. You give it four. I give it four because this is my favorite Universal film. I okay, mean, wait, I'm I, gonna switch minus three point seven five. All right, <laughs> like, three mini machetes. Yeah, <laughs> all right, definitely check it out. I'm um, stingy with the. Well, when you said uh, when you guys were talking about a Universal movie. I was like, oh, I hope it's Creature from the Black Lagoon. I was mm-hmm. so glad that that was the movie you wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, me I too. love yeah. this movie. Yeah. There's stuff to talk about with all of them, like Dracula and sure, stuff. Sure. But like this one's great. Like I love mm. this is my favorite. It's too. so like like perfect campy of the time, but then it's like also like really solid and like well Very done well in a lot of ways. And yeah, it's like, it's like a great like, special um, effects. Like we were talking about, like, like, like a creative the, ideas. When uh, me when we saw the Buzzcocks, Josh, in concert, mm-hmm. you're like, what's great about them is like they're just a punk band, but just their songs are written better. Yeah. Right, that's why they're a yeah. better band. It's like, right. like or like, or like you brought up like Screeching Weasel. It's like. <laughs> They play the same three chords everyone else does, but they're better songwriters, so yeah. their songs are better. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, it's, the, same, it's, it's the exact same thing where yeah. it's it's all the tropes are there, yeah. and you know what's going to happen next. But like David, Mark, Kay, all the character actors in this are all just that much better yeah. at it that there's no weak point. Even someone like. Lucas could have been a total throwaway one-dimensional right. racial stereotype character uh-huh. but even like um, when he sees K swimming out too far away yeah. he turns into a captain he's like that is too dangerous we need yeah, to go save her right now you're like, too far out I mean, don't, he's like don't fuck with that turn the tone and bone on we're gonna go get her you yeah, know like I mean, there's, a, there's her. a depth yeah. in each one of these characters that as a whole just makes the film that which you don't yeah. even see in some movies in like you know 80s 90s or mm-hmm. modern times and like you know in the horror genre so yeah that's part of what separates this movie from you know the rest so. yeah. yeah great movie um check it out um I'm Professor Werewolf on Twitter. Check me out there. I'm part of the comedy group Big Night Child uh, with videos and stuff. <laughs> Josh, do you have anything to plug? I don't. No. I All have right. nothing to plug. My my life is, is <laughs> at the peak of its interest right now. <laughs> As usual, I have nothing to plug either. <laughs> All right. So it's just me plugging my Twitter. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, keep it spooky. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, like us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We don't get any money from this. There's no ads, people. So, like, yeah. just sharing and listening to this would be great. Yeah. Bye. Bye.